All right, welcome back, everybody. I am JD, aka He Who Pods, and this is the Sexual Intellectual Podcast. Welcome back. If this is your first time here, hi, welcome aboard. Uh, yeah, and so told y'all every week, and uh, here I is. End of the week, but we here. So, just dive straight into this bad boy or girl, and uh, let's get it popping. And so, you know, I like to talk about internet trends, something that I like to discuss, something that makes me laugh, something that sometimes excites me in a non-sexual way, is things that are trending on the internet, terms that are afloat, terms that are living and taking their own life on the internet. Mm-hmm. So. That's exactly what we're going to start with today. Yep, I know. I'm going straight to the nonsense. <laughs> I'm getting straight to it for y'all. And so, there's a term that I've been hearing for a long time on the internet. And I even hear it on podcasts and YouTube reactionary videos. And that term is simping. Or, he's a simp. Now... I recently found out that this can be a gender neutral term, although it is usually used primarily uh, only really for men. I never heard anyone say a woman was simping, but apparently it can be used for either side of the fence. So let's get straight to it. What is simping? What is that? What does that mean? Well, some say it's the opposite of pimping. <laughs> I know you're probably like, son, you just said nothing. <laughs> but maybe I did say something. Now, fun fact that I learned just earlier today, thanks to a CNN article about the same topic. Apparently, the internet owes boys to men a check. Y'all owe them some kind of royalties or something. Although it's spelled differently, Boys to Men once had a song called Simpin. It was spelled S-Y-M-P-I-N. Simpin. And so the definition was the same. In the song, what are they doing? They are begging and pleading for this woman's attention and uh, relations, shall we say. And so that's really what a lot of people use it for, which we'll get to in a second. But Boys to Men did that way back. And so some of y'all owe Boys to Men a check. And I, I mean, Boys to Men needs to get paid, as far as I'm concerned, because this, this term is all over the internet. And so let's go to some sources here on the phone, which is why I started with the specs on. So. Urban, Urban Dictionary, I'm sorry, this is silly stuff to me, so I'm, I'm a, little, a little giggly with it. So, it says here on UrbanDictionary.com, Simp, it is when a male is overly submissive to a female and gains nothing from it. So overly submissive that other guys cringe ugh, and feel ashamed when seeing them. This applies to males in relationships when they are so submissive that they say literally anything to be in favor with the female. 
This is Urban Dictionary. Let's go to another definition they got here, okay? It says next, a term usually thrown around randomly now, comma, a simp is someone who will do nice things for his crush in order to win her affection. Simps can go as far as donating tons of money to a girl or bashing others or themselves. They typically do not get the girl. There's a really long one that involves curses. We'll skip that one. All right, this is the last one and then we'll move on. A simp is a man slash boy who, who get easily... Oh, it, all right, it's fine. A simp is a man slash boy who get easily attached to females. They often can't move on from them and usually dodges other females for that single one they're stuck upon. Simps usually cry by themselves, listen to sad music that relates to their situation, and they vent a lot. On social media, they sometimes follow wholesome meme pages and send them to their friends and relate them to their current status with the female. There's a lot more, but this is crazy. <laughs> and so... I think the CNN article says something funny too. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Just want to share with y'all. Oh, that's the wrong article. Too many articles, not enough time. Simp is an internet slang term describing someone who shows excessive sympathy and attention towards another person. Typically someone who does not reciprocate the same feelings, reciprocate the same feelings in pursuit of affection or a sexual relationship. There you go. So yeah, man, you know, simping ain't easy. You know, it's, it's hard out here. CNN article, hashtags, yeah, we don't care about that. What was the thing I thought was funny? Oh, yeah, they asked a, a digital, what is this person? A digital strategist for Turner PR in New York City said in an email, their name is Connor Howlett, 23 years old. They said, think the energy of puppy dog eyes, but manifested in a romantic human form. It's used in an insulting manner through typically playful. There are, though typically playful, there are under, there are definitely undertones of toxic masculinity since it's related to showing too much emotion. Simp. There you go, folks. That is what it means to be a simp. I think this internet term is really interesting. I think clearly there are some different uh, definitions or guidelines as to what it means. Uh, I think it's really interesting either way, um, especially when it comes to people saying that other men, I because it says like, you know, people are, your, your other men are cringing at this person. Uh, I think it's really interesting that that's part of the determining factor. So the other definition says even in a relationship, but it's weird because I don't really understand. I see. I can't even talk. It's so weird. I don't really understand that part because if it's supposed to be trying really hard to gain the attention of a woman who's not reciprocating, how can it be the case in a relationship? I guess that's a little weird because I would argue that you want to, pander cater to your lady if you're in a relationship uh anyway i just thought this was really interesting i think it's more interesting that this is another men-centered term that is clearly derogatory clearly putting men down this doesn't really have anything to do with sex except for the fact that it says this is often 
something that people will do when they want to be intimate with a woman. And the Boys to Men song kind of insinuates that. So that's why I brought it here. Figured we have a little bit of a different kind of sex topic today. Uh, yeah, so simping. I mean, it's interesting that this term exists. You know, I like the internet terms, which is what I said in the beginning. And, uh, you know, have you ever been a simp? I feel like everyone has been a simp in some, at some point in their life. I feel like everyone at some point has wanted to try really hard to get the attention of someone else. Maybe when you were younger, maybe less often as you grow older, maybe in your 30s, 40s, 50s, you're not trying really hard. But I would argue that there's limits, I guess. Uh, I guess it's not argument. My opinion is I, I think there's healthy limits. Like there has to be a healthy boundary. Like when you're pursuing someone, yeah, you want to put your best foot forward. Sometimes you even want to impress them because you really like them. But you don't want to make an ass of yourself either, right? You don't want to be out here trying so hard. Like they said that people are like, it's cringy. It's like, oh, are you doing that? And so <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with pursuing someone or trying to, you know, prove to them that you're someone they should spend time with. I think there's a lot of different ways to look at this. Um, but yeah, there should be limits, right? I don't know. I think today people try, I think today the internet attaches terms to basically everything. Like, like, oh, you're, you're, you eat a lot of vegetables and you're always gassy. And then they'll just make up some like gassy vegetarian term. And now that's what you're labeled as. And so it's weird. <clears throat> it's weird to me that in the era of inclusivity, we still are putting all of these derogatory terms towards things, right? Same thing with all like the quiet hiring and quiet firing and all that shit that I like to talk about up here. To me, this kind of falls in the same category. It's just another term that people want to attach to a set of actions or a thing that they see. No, I don't, I don't really think it's a big deal. What I think is more interesting is that it's another thing being used to kind of bring men down. And maybe this is a better topic for man cave, I don't know. But, um, you know, I just thought it was interesting and worth discussing here because it says like, you know, it can be if you if you want to be intimate with someone. Um, and Boyce and Men's song says like, you know, sometimes you got to get on your knees and just, you know, beg. And so I don't think you should be begging, but also Boyce and Men was writing a song and it's supposed to be entertaining and something that, you know, evokes emotion. And so I think that that's fine that Boyce and Men did that. And I still think y'all owe him a check. Pay Boyce to Men. Pay Boyce to Men. That's what I'm saying. Let's start the Pay Boyce to Men campaign. And y'all stealing their stuff you simps out there. Ha, 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 ha. But yeah, so that's it. Tell me what you think about simping. You know, are you a simp? Have you ever simped? I've simped before when I was younger, definitely was trying really hard to gain a young lady's attention. It's like really, really trying hard. Uh, and I guess you could see, you know, yeah, this guy's doing a lot of crazy stuff just to be with this chick or stay with this chick. Maybe today they would say that simping. I did that before. I traveled a couple of states to see my significant other at one point. And so maybe today that's that would make me a sip. I don't know. I was like 17 back then though. But yeah, just a little bit of personal here. Uh, yeah, I think it's interesting. Tell me your thoughts on simping. I like to know what y'all think about the term. Do you like the term? Do you think we should use the term? Do you think it's just harmful towards men? 
should be used towards women. There's women simps out there too, man. If we if we're gonna use it, I'm gonna have to tell y'all there's some women simps out there. Some of y'all know some crazy wild fly shit to get to garner men's attention, even if it's not reciprocated. So you know, I'm just saying, if we're gonna be inclusive, might have to include simping for ladies. I mean, put that a shirt. Sim- ladies are simps too. <laughs> All right, ladies, I don't want no smoke. I don't. <laughs> All right, we can move on. Uh, all right, what else we got on the docket here? Oh, you know, there's an update on student loan stuff for all you, you know, educated people who went to university, as they say in uh, other places. Mm, where's this article at that I got? Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Bum, bum. Latinx. Now nah, we're gonna get to that in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Latinx. Zoom, 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 zoom. Bam! So there are multiple things going on with student loan forgiveness. There was recently a new decision made, and it has to do with the federal part. And so there was a class action lawsuit that happened. And at first it was it was green lighted, and then there were three schools that weren't necessarily uh, the main schools that had to pay um, or forgive, and uh, they did a countersuit, and so things were on hold. And so about six, ooh, where's it at? Hold on, I don't want to misquote. Prepared and not paying attention. What a shame. All right, so this article is by Forbes. Forbes does, while student loan news has been dominated this week by the Supreme Court hearing that will determine the fate of President Joe Biden's one-time student debt relief plan, a lesser-known parallel court battle has been playing out over another dispute involving student loan forgiveness, involving student loan forgiveness. And that dispute was just resolved in favor of the borrowers. Borrowers. Courts allows... Court allows six billion. I knew that was the number, but I wanted to make sure. Six billion in student loan forgiveness and debt relief under Sweet versus Cardona settlement to proceed. And so that that's the part I just wanted to read. Not gonna read this whole article, but basically, the schools that were holding up the situation, the court says that they cannot continue to hold it up. If they want to continue to appeal, they can do so on the side. But the rest of the schools and the rest of the things that were part of this federal student forgiveness, slow it down, that were part of this federal student loan forgiveness debt, whatever, y'all know what I'm saying. Man, the borrowers were able to proceed. So people have already begun getting emails saying that their student debt is eliminated or going to be eradicated or decreased, whatever. Uh, as long as they filed as part of the class action lawsuit, put in their applications by some date in June of last year, 2022. Um, so that's a quick update. I don't really have any opinion on this, uh, but I know someone who does. And that's something else I wanted to share with y'all. I should just keep my specs on the whole episode at this point. So there's a guy who's really famous in finance and the big short, the movie and the book, the big short are, are about him. And every time he comes up, that's the first thing that the articles always say. And so he chimed in on the student loan forgiveness stuff. And so his name is Michael Burry. And Michael Burry says a couple of things here. So it says, hedge fund boss Michael Burry is warning 
of terrible consequences for the U.S. if the Biden administration's student loan debt forgiveness plan is upheld. Burry, whose successful bet against subprime mortgages were famously chronicled in the 2015, 2015 film, The Big Short. Great film. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. Delivered the dire forecast as the Supreme Court hears arguments this week on whether President Biden has the authority to cancel student debt. Let's not forget that the student debt problem is built on a foundation of terrible major choices. Burry, who's 51, tweeted on Tuesday, quote, bailing generations out of those bad choices will mean more bad choices, tuition hikes, and terrible consequences for America, he added. Aside from potential increase to the cost of education, Burry did not elaborate on what quote unquote terrible consequences he foresees for the country. Did or did not? Oh, it says did not. Burry followed up his morning by detailing his own experience with student debt. Nah, that's his business. So, yeah. And, of course, they remind us that under Biden's plan, the federal government would forgive up to $20,000 in student loans per borrower, per borrower, depending on other, no, depending on their income-based eligibility. I can't read today. I'm a little, a little jumbled up. And so, there you have it, folks. The famous Michael Burry chimed in. Uh, it's interesting to me more so what he thinks about it. He's highly regarded in the finance world. He made a ton of money betting against the housing bubble, uh, subprime mortgage loans specifically. If you don't know, Google it or just watch The Big Short, awesome film. And uh, that's what he's famous for. He's made a ton of money uh, and then started his own hedge fund. Uh, I think that's really interesting. Some people think that he is great at um, financial insight and finding, you know, what really should or should not happen with investing and money. And so the point is people think he has a great eye for finances and the future of finances. He has He's good at seeing patterns is what they say in, in the big short. He says he's really good at seeing patterns. And so he understands, he's saying here, that a new pattern will develop if student debt is forgiven. And I gotta be honest, I am not gonna say too much on this because I'm not a college grad. I'm not someone who really invested in the college system. Um, if you know me, you know that. But I will say this, if he's right and prices go up, that 20K won't mean shit for everyone moving forward. Because even if it's written that henceforth 20K will automatically be forgiven, once they raise the prices, that's not gonna matter. And so that he will not have the authority to change. And so that's a good point that Michael Burry raises. Um, I think tuition is already way too high, especially because now you've gotta pay off all this debt when you come out. And so you get a 100,000 a year job Hopefully, you know, you got some super fly degree, you go out there, be a lawyer, doctor, whatever, one of those top five income earning careers, but you've got maybe five years of debt over your head. You know, five years of your salary would be debt or whatever. I don't know how much money I'm just giving an example, but there are people who are high earners and still have lots of debt because of how expensive things are already. 
And so imagine if they go up because they're trying to counteract this whole situation. It's weird. It's a really, really, really weird situation. And this whole American collegiate academic system has always been very weird to me. Um, but I'm also kind of an outsider looking in. Uh, if you know me, you know I've had some college, but I didn't graduate. And so it's a little weird for me personally. Um, I've always had kind of a different view um, of the financial aspect of it and the reward, risk reward system with going to college. Um, so I just think this is interesting. And I wonder if what he says is true. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that they won't raise prices. They've been raising prices incrementally for years. And so, yeah, you know, these universities still have to survive. They don't want to just survive. They want to thrive. And so, yeah, I mean, business is business. I could see that. He, he could be right. And so that could mean really, really, really bad stuff for people who are trying to get their degrees, finish up degrees, and for people who are on the come up, you know, people who are young and will be attending college in the near future. So that's the update. We're still waiting to hear back from the Supreme Court and uh, we'll see what happens. But very interesting stuff. And uh, I'm not even going to tell you all what Clarence Thomas said because, you know, he'd be saying wild stuff. So I'm going to leave that one on the back burner for now. Let's move on, baby. Because, you know, we try to keep this to a certain time frame and we are just about at that time frame. So, let me clear my throat. No, I'm just playing. Um, what else I want to talk about? Ooh, you know, listen, I got to talk. This one's going to be quick. I, I just want to let y'all know that there's an article here by Routers that I have been looking at and debating about whether I was going to speak about it or not. And, man, I got to. I, I feel it. I feel it. And like they used to say in Ready to Rumble, I feel it in my soul. That's what Afro Thunder used to say if you ever played the boxing game Ready to Rumble. Classic, old school throwbacks. So I just want to read y'all this headline. Because we short on time. I'm just going to read the headline. And y'all could go look it up. But Routers has an article and the headline is Moderna to make milestone payment to NIH for COVID vaccine. Yes, I'm reading slowly on purpose. <laughs> Moderna to make milestone payments to NIH for COVID vaccine. That's all I'm gonna say. That's it. I just want y'all to go check that out. I ain't saying anything else because we short on time. And I want to get into this I told you so moment. So that's it. Go go enjoy that article by Routers. Shout out to Routers for that. They didn't pay me. This is not an ad. But, you know, I thought that that was interesting. There's another article about taxes. I'm going to save that for next week because we're in overtime at this point. And I got to go. But... It's this Latinx joint. Yo, let me tell y'all something. I be putting up these YouTube shorts, my little clips on socials, and uh, people have been commenting and leaving some very interesting comments about what I read or what I stated about Latinx happening in Arkansas. Forgive me for mispronouncing it last time. 
in Arkansas and in Connecticut. It, I didn't even put up a clip about my opinion, which if you saw the episode, my opinions were kind of wild and controversial. But all I did was say what was happening in Arkansas and in Connecticut. And people were coming at me and saying some very interesting things about the LGBTQIA plus community. And I think that's really, really interesting because I didn't even put up the clip of my opinion yet, but I will be. And it ain't over, baby, because since then, there have been multiple articles about this Latinx stuff, including one from good old New York Times. Yeah. And the headline reads, some Republicans want to ban Latinx. These Latino Democrats agree. And what does it say as soon as the article starts? You guessed it. In Connecticut, some Democrat lawmakers want to prohibit the use of the gender neutral term in official government documents. The Republican governor, governor of our, I almost said Arkansas again, <laughs> of Arkansas does too. Look at that. Wow. This article is on March 1st, 2023, weeks after the whole situation that I told y'all about. Weeks after the podcast episode that people are coming at me about. Woo, look at that. AKA Mr. Relevant, AKA a good journalist. Let me keep dusting off these shoulders because I told y'all this is a hot topic. That's all. That's all I want to say right now. Forget about my opinions. We'll get to that later. And if you saw the episode, you already know my opinions. And yes, I'm kind of shamelessly plugging my own pod while on my pod because y'all did that. And I got a green screen video coming for y'all people in the comments who want to say wild shit. But I told y'all this was a hot topic. It's not a small thing. It's a big deal happening in multiple states. And anytime an issue is being discussed and anytime laws are changing in multiple states, it's worth a conversation. Duh. That's all I was saying in the clip that people want to come at me for. I didn't say anything about being for or against any community in that clip. And if you watched the full episode, in fact, I came at the entire quote unquote Hispanic community. So there, but I just wanted to say, I told you so. I told you it was a hot topic. That's all I was really saying in that one clip. So yeah, middle finger to y'all motherfuckers for that. And I'm out on that note. I'll see y'all next week. Bye.